And so what R. Kelly's doing now is putting out a series called Surviving Something. And he's like gonna expose all the people who went on to like the R. Kelly lifetime show. I mean like this is what they keep doing, right? Like I was like she must have been saying after Harvey got fucking ET he had nothing to lose, he was gonna start exposing like other pedophiles. Like Dexter. Well so he's not gonna expose other pedophiles. Oh he's he's exposing like the people calling him out. Like he's just gonna start like leaking like the nudes that they sent him and like it's gonna be so bad. I hope all entertainment comes down. I really do. <laughs> I hope the entire industry just like crumbles in the to me. Is he still singing about fucking Hennessy? Like, why? I don't understand. He's going on so many tangents in this song. I didn't know that you mean. Actually, I'm starting to like this song. How do you know that you like just like It's like. It's just on in the background. Like yeah. I don't, I don't know that there's anything distinct about just sticking in my head. There's no particular line that there's no like hook to it. It's just like it's just like very basic like R and B. I don't know. Man. I don't like this fuck these long fucking things he does. <laughs> if he broke this up and made a video series out of it, you'd like. It. I would watch if this was a video series. I'd watch the shit out of it. But it's only because I think Trap in the Closet was like supposed to. I watched Trap in the Closet and I'm like, this is like something Tim and Eric. Bob, I got your back. Bob, you the man. But they really doubt me. And I think it's supposed to be you are. Bitch, I bought you a car. Bitch, you stayed in my crib. I love you with all my heart. So right now he's threatening people with things that he's bought them to be silent, which is like just classic abusive behavior. Like this is like literally buy the books. That's what you do. To them niggas that drink my liquor and smoke my stogies. How come you ain't on Facebook taking up for me? When you're around me most of the day. Does he use Facebook? You know that I'm a good brother. I guess. Always got your hands like special Facebook for sure. I, I wonder if it's bullshit, but I, I'll, I'll you'll see somebody on like fucking Jimmy Fallon. Like, yeah, I was on Facebook. Yeah, nigga. It was real. I wonder if it's like, I feel like every, um, every like girl I went to high school for whatever reason on Facebook, it's just their name and their middle name now. They don't use their last name. Yeah, it'll I be like, yeah, Samantha Emily on Facebook. And it's like, who are you again? And then I see a picture that? and I'm like, oh, okay, that's that, that person. Yeah, yeah. That's, so I wonder if like celebrities do that bullshit. It's probably, yeah, maybe they do. I don't know. I still feel like this this song that R. Kelly came out with is still less cringy than the thing that um Kevin Spacey did, though. Oh, where he put dude. out that oh, fucking video in character. That. That's fucked up. That I shit was so weird. That in Severna Park, actually. Really? Yeah. Well, because he was in. Ba- I mean, he had a house in Severna Park. Yeah. They were filming in Annapolis, and then he was in Baltimore. Uh, did you see, he showed up in Baltimore. No. Oh yeah, he 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 uh, intercepted some paparazzi in Baltimore wearing a hat that said "retired since 2018" or something. I <laughs> was in Baltimore. And I saw that picture. Yes, that was in Baltimore, and he, and he gave the paparazzi a pizza. Damn, I saw that shit. What the fuck? Yeah, and I was like looking at the interior of that house, and it lo- I'm like, this looks like something about it. I was like, something about this looks like it was in Maryland, not L.A. Like, the interior yeah. of that house doesn't look very West Coast at all. That's so weird. Yeah, oh. Kevin Spacey pulled over for speeding around Reagan National one day ago. God, dude. 
I Damn. love all these public mental breakdowns. He also had a sick response to being accused of pedophilia. He was like, no, no, I'm gay. You don't understand. I now choose to live my life as a gay man. But like, here's, what, here's what's fucked about all of it. Somehow Brian Singer is still getting away like, Scott Free. Brian, oh, yeah. what did he do? There, there child dude, abuse. Child abuse. There's yeah, so many allegations like sexual against sexual abuse with children. Brian saying because he was there was like a court case when he was filming Apt's Pupil because like there was a weird the child actors in that film claimed that um he forced them to like shoot a, sh- a shower scene and like cameras weren't present and they were Jesus like what the fuck? And so I think there was like a trial for that and he got off. Um, and then, like he he fled the set of uh, the Freddie Mercury thing, yeah, yeah, because he was afraid of allegations. And then he like there was a and the article actually got killed. I think it, w- it was for Maxim or Men's Health or something. Um, he did an interview where he he it, it was at his request where he said, "I'm about to be accused. Here's what they're gonna say. They're trying to destroy my career. Just like Damn. trying to get in front of it." And then the article didn't even get published. Oh it, like, my god, it was killed. It's so, it's so totally like. We can talk about uh, guilty until, or uh, innocent until proven guilty, but I also think at like every level, especially in Hollywood, mm-hmm. and like the mu- the record labels are connected to the fucking movie studios. <clears throat> I yeah. think there's some weird shit going on yeah. with yeah. these fucking directors, dude. Well, you're you're close to it, dude. You're oh, you're dude. an L.A. boy. I'm hunting. You're back. In the, <laughs> are we are we going? Yeah, we're going. I right. figured we were. Man. Live from the yeah. studio, Mary Glazer. Mm. I'm Jimmy Seleski. We got uh, Nick Oldershaw on the cast. Did I, did I talk Home about... for the holidays. Yeah, I'm back. I'm doing a... Uh, this isn't going to come out in time, I think, for the, to plug my autobar show, is it? Will this come out before Saturday? Probably, yeah, right? Yeah, we'll put it out on Saturday. So, yeah, you're going to be headlining second Saturday shit show, show this Saturday. Doing some... Yeah. In Baltimore. I just looked. I'm, it's There's going to be a fucking Joy Division band playing downstairs at 9. And nice. I've, the last couple times I've done it, uh, there hasn't been music downstairs. Mm-hmm. I'm so worried that, like, the minute I take the stage, it's just going to, like, there's just going to be, like, sad music just, like, betting my whole set. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> that's better than having, like, some heavy metal band yeah. playing, though. I guess that's true. If it's just, if it's just kind of, like... Just, like, ambient, just, like... Just, like, somber synthesizers. Yeah, yeah. I guess that could work. Maybe I'll actually do that when I record an album. <laughs> <laughs> Comedy becomes ten times better when music's there, man. So. That's true. That's Never tried it with sad music, though. No. Yeah, no I'll make it work. work. No, but what I was going to... Did I tell the story last time I was on here about um, my f- old roommate who got invited to... Uh, he went to the, this party, the guy who produces the Exorcist television show? I don't, I don't think, think so, so no. canceled. Well, this is just like... This just like confirms like everything weird that you think goes on in Hollywood, and you're like, nah, 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 nah. There's no way... Then my roommate literally, like, he got invited to this party of, like, this big producer. Mm-hmm. And they had kids there. And this couple, they had a live-in boyfriend. What? Like, with the kids in the house. They had this guy who just lived in their house and fucked them. And, like, that's what they explained. That's who he was. That is, like, what they explained to my Jesus old roommate, Christ. Pete. Live-in uh, boyfriend who fucked both of them? He fucked, yeah. It was, like, a th- he was just, like, a third partner in the bedroom. Um and Jeez. there was a we- he showed up, dude. Like he showed up the next. Day. He went out that night, showed up at like six a.m. He was covered in like weird henna tattoos that they had given him of like Eastern symbols and like Shiva and stuff. Weird. Um, and he walked in and he was like, uh, "I just left a like Hollywood like like uh, not elite because they weren't super high up, but like Hollywood like producer like sex party where like it was a normal party." until around 11 a.m. Then they forced the kids to go to bed. And then people started, like, making out in the pool. And then what he was told by the girl, they left at, like, 
I think a little close to midnight. Mm-hmm. And he said, the, and like he's like, people kept like touching him, like touching his thigh, like grabbing his butt. And then the girl who took him there, like when they left, they're like, she's like, yeah, after one o'clock, they all have sex in the living room. Like all these uh. like married couples, all these people who are fucking, oh I, tr- uh, I, uh, I shouldn't. Fuck, it doesn't matter. I put I just put everyone on the blast in that story. <laughs> I just said his name. I said the name of the do- of like I didn't say the name of the guy, but I said what show he produces. Yeah, if I, it doesn't yeah. matter. I don't give a shit. It's not gonna uh, they're not gonna find this. Bleep some of that out, maybe. It, do- I doesn't yeah. it don't worry about it. It doesn't okay. matter. I don't think it matters. Um <laughs> fuck them. That shit <laughs> definitely happens though. Like totally. That- but yeah, like with that weird. stuff, it's like it's not. I guess it's not illegal to just have a bunch of people fucking in a room. It's, no, it's not, not illegal, but, it's like but a there, weird. Like I don't know. There's other, but there are other stories. That I mean, I also like one of the first weeks I was in L.A. I met this girl who like she used to work at a hotel, uh, like one of the hotels, and she wouldn't tell me who, but she's like, yeah. And sometimes you have to do like room service for like these directors, and like they they try to coerce you into like having sex with them and doing drugs with them, like shit that's not illegal, but it's definitely shit. And it yeah. and like if you, if you know what. If if you can do that with immunity, and you know that like other you, you'll be protected for other things, like it's I don't think it's that far fetched to be like ah oh, there might be some fucking boys being passed around. Yeah, like, yeah. You know? I mean that was a weird thing. I remember I remember watching like when uh, Alex Jones went on Joe Rogan's podcast like last year. The I think meeting it was, like, of the minds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I loved it. It, it was that wild was because so like there was dude so people much- made. A big stink about Elon Musk smoking weed, but Alex Jones Alex smoked weed. Jones. <laughs> Alex Jones is ripped on that. Do that. He goes, I do this every couple years just to see how strong it's getting. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like but like, there was so much shit that he was saying, like so much of shit he was saying, like a lot of it was just like, what the fuck are you talking about? But like, there were a couple things he said that like Joe Rogan was like, no way, man. Come, Jamie, pull that up. And first of all, Jamie never pulls up the right thing no, on the first time. <laughs> like, like, literally, he has never once pulled up the right thing on the first like, attempt. Uh, He's like, is this you mean he's like no 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 that's something completely different trying it it's like hey, come on Jamie like just Google what they're talking about but he said something about like he pulled up something there was like I think it was like in the hundreds of of politicians that like across like in America and like Europe and stuff like that that had been brought in for like child pedophile rings and stuff like that yeah. the amount of people that have been like brought in like it's definitely a thing it's totally well, like, did you see. Sasha Baron Cohen just did you see oh, that yeah. thing with him? It he, didn't make it into the show. It didn't know because like, he turned it over to the FBI. Yeah, yeah. And the FBI was like, no, we're not gonna follow up on it. Yeah. Which is fucking great. Like, he went into this, uh, it was in Vegas, I think, right? Where like mm-hmm. he went into this like underground. I gotta I have to look up the specifics of it. But as a joke, he was like, um, would you be able to like could I get a boy, like an underage mm-hmm. boy? And they're like, Yeah, we 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 have ways to arrange that. And he and he was very he's like, You can get me like an underage boy to have sex with like, yeah, there are people we can talk to. Yeah. And just so like, like nonchalant, just like, oh yeah, yeah we got you. Don't they're like, Yeah, of course. Like a concierge. Like yeah. their job. <laughs> one time the reservation. Okay. Oh, we'll give you a wake up call. Turn that. Should we send for the boy earlier? <laughs> just like boys in the little mini fridge. It's like, yeah, dude. <laughs> you open it up. Like, nah, Whoa. they weigh that fridge. Don't even move that boy. <laughs> Leave it there, man. Touch Leave that there. boy. They charge. <laughs> There's a boy store right around the corner, dude. Don't touch that little mini fridge. And the fucking and you showed this, this like this footage that you know that disturbed his entire production team. They showed mm-hmm. to the FBI. The FBI is like. Nah, that's probably nothing. What the yeah. fuck, dude? Get around to it. Dude, but that's the thing. Like, when you're in that position of power, like, the people that would prosecute you are, like, your underlings. Like, they work for you. It's right, like, who totally. The fuck, who the fuck's going to try you, you know? Like, these people are literally able to do it with impunity. Yeah, I think that's why you see... Uh the people getting taken down right now are, like, in Because Hollywood has a lot of power, but I don't think Hollywood necessarily, like, controls, like... Or, I mean, I think they do to some extent, but, like... I feel like the reason why a lot of politicians aren't getting taken down is because they do have like some 
uh, what's the word? Some clout when it comes to like legal affairs. Yeah. Well, and also like they're kind of like hidden. Yeah. Like, you know, they're not making. They're not like on Netflix high acclaimed shows or. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's true. You know, like this dude. I was googling while we were talking. This dude Jeffrey Epstein was yeah. like this prime time like investment banker, like in with all the politicians, and he used to have this literal like private island that he would fly politicians to. And I remember, like, Bill Clinton was one of the people that went there. I'm not saying anything about any oh, yeah, in well, particular. Oh, yeah, his plane is, like, the... It's, like, the pedof- it's like Air Force pedophile. Or it's, yeah, like, Lolita yeah. Express. Yeah, and, yeah. like, he got caught, like, in... It says, in 2008, Epstein was convicted of soliciting an underage girl for prostitution, for which he served 13 months in custody with work release. But, like, like this guy was basically and caught... And his job is to get children (laughs) like hey don't do this but we gotta let you work so get back on the plane and fuck (laughs) the kids out of our country i think that i have a suspicion that when you get into any like where the real power is whether it's entertainment, anything that has influence over culture politics or entertainment or whatever there's a point where the entire power structure is basically just like a Mexican standoff of mm-hmm. child pornography. Where like they get you yeah. in a room, you all have to like fuck a boy. Whether you want, you're like coerced into it, and then they have that on you. Yeah, and yeah. then they and like, and I know like we're getting. I'm I'm sure that like I'm wrong about ninety percent of the things I think in the I world. Don't know, but, but like, it's like it's not like it makes I don't sense. Know. It's like the same way people who've never like like seeing a frat or like a sorority or whatever they're like oh you actually they made you like put a shot up your ass yeah and then like <laughs> hold it in there and you had to like crab walk around are you really like you had to, everyone did that really well, there weird was, there was a i don't know if it was for the new york times or something there was some to eat like a lollipop out of a stripper's pussy huh that's I would, I might I would do, do that. that. Yeah, I would do that. <laughs> Can't that black. Seem so that. weird. I mean, no, no, no. Yeah. all your boys watch. It'd be cool. Like, is that what you think is gross? Pussy. Eating a pussy is what you're like. Ah, you would do that. Lollipop. Oh my god. No, but but there was some. I remember this, uh, this was back in like 2012, 2013, because I was reading about it uh, at the kiosk that I worked at in the mall when I should have been selling Rosetta Stone. But there was some fucking reporter. He like got into. There was some. There was some, like, Republican-based, like, uh, some sort of private event somewhere in New York. And it, got, and it was all, and it was a bunch of, like, really well-known, like, politicians from, like, New York and other states all there. And they were, like, putting on, like, a weird, like, drag show where, like, all these fo- poli- famous politicians had to, like, dress up in drag and dance. Weird. Which is, like, yeah, and, you know, nothing illegal going on there. But yeah, yeah. certainly fucking weird. Yeah. yeah. Like, what... I don't, there are all these like it feels and like they're all, all these, like Republican people. It, what, I remember that it was it was yeah, it was yeah. a Republican like center thing, but the, I mean there was shit like that going on at Bohemian Grove too. Like there's all these really weird and and even in, if you look at like Skull and Bone Society mm-hmm. and like all those all those like Ivy League schools, they have really for all these guys who who claim who like uh, espouse like like family values like return to like traditional. I feel like they're all really tied up in like these weird old guard traditions that are kind of like perverted and fucked up. It also seems like when you get to the highest echelon of like any power structure, like if you talk about like the Catholic Church, Mm -hmm. like religion or or government with the politicians that are all doing that shit or like in Hollywood, you know what we're talking about. It's like they all seem to have that like child fucking thing in common. Yeah. Like it's like, what is it about child fucking that like everybody, like I was thinking about it, I was like, is like, is like child fucking like like caviar or something? Like I'm too like I don't understand. Like is it like yeah, you don't have a taste? Yeah, for it's it. like Your is it like a delicacy? Isn't rich enough? <laughs> to, you, uh, it's like is that like the, I don't know. Have you seen Monsters Inc? 
Children screams, dude. They're power. Like, look, that's that's what's powering the ships that are all gonna. It's the only renewable energy that we have. I was like, I was like, literally thinking about the other night. I was like, this shit is like some shit that like maybe I'm just too white trash to understand. Like that, like I'm sitting here trying to fuck girls and stuff, and they're just over here like, damn. I was like, oh shit, I didn't know. You know, it's funny because like people talk about like what's. like what's true? I you, it's what you're talking about. Like like have you like when you you want so much power? It's like is that the ultimate step? Like fucking a child? Like is that? True? Yeah. But it's like yeah. is that true power? Because they're com- they're completely defenseless, right? Like yeah. is that like or it, is it the power of doing it and getting away with it? Yeah, maybe that's it. It's like the biggest taboo, but like oh, you're yeah, you still can't. like <laughs> you really should not. <laughs> that is that is what I I'm sure that's what pedophiles think when they rape children. Like, yeah. oh, this is taboo. It's like making a body joke at a party. Uh, this is Oops. naughty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm gonna get like, in trouble. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't know. It's it's really weird. It's and it's weird. It's because it's like I feel like it's never been more like in. The cultural conversation, which like, and like I do, I think that like, I would say that I feel like, I don't want to say how much of Me Too I think is bullshit. I I'm, I've been critical of it, um, but the flip side of that is like I feel like we are the entire culture has never been more aware of like this weird shit that goes on yeah. behind closed doors. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it seemed to be super ingrained, like especially in the music industry. And there's a lot of stuff that happened in the past, and I think. Well, so we were talking about R. Kelly earlier, and I like wanted to pull this up so I could read it, because um, I like didn't fully remember it. But uh, so like, we all see like the R. Kelly Lifetime series coming out. Yeah. Where it's like you know his uh, like accusers and everything. Like I think John Legend was on it. John Legend apparently was like the only musician who didn't interview for it. Or, like, felt comfortable doing interview for it because, like, they didn't want to... Yeah, yeah, everyone else was like, no. Yeah, yeah. But, okay, so that's been coming out. R. Kelly reportedly set to expose accusers one at a time with a new website called Surviving Lies. So sick. Damn. That's that's so funny. I mean, here's the thing. I'm actually curious to see what what happens. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, R. Kelly is vowing to expose his accusers for what he says are lies told within the docuseries. Sources close to R. Kelly reportedly told the site that he and his team are in the middle of launching a new website called survivinglies.com. The website will reportedly attempt to expose his accusers and liars, expose motivation between their allegiance or allegations. And uh, yeah, he's just going to straight up post their nudes that they sent him, like text conversations, like sexual videos they sent him. This is amazing. Like he's about to just put out his own sex tapes pretty much. I love it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. R. Kelly's having the messiest fucking breakup with like the entire <laughs> Well, here's the thing because you got to sort through like what's weird and what's illegal. Like when I hear about like the young women that are living apparently like supposedly living like in his like property and are they call him like sex slave and stuff like that. Right. Like if they're over 18 there's nothing there's nothing that I w- could possibly say like oh that's illegal. Like is it weird? Sure, but if they're eighteen-year-old women that are willingly choosing their like, I don't appreciate all the extra shit where they're like, oh, they're brainwashed or they're yeah. slaves. It's like no, they're they're but women also, who like, are living. He a- did like he coerced them to like write like letters and shit. Because because like, Jimmy he here's made the them thing. like make tapes and videos, being like, I came here. My there own are there are a will. lot of like like that because it's essentially 
if it is as bad as I think, it's like a cult. And there are a lot of cults that are like technically operating legally. Yeah. But mm-hmm. there's some wildly fucked up shit going on. I don't know. I man. mean, like, what's the Playboy Mansion, dude? I mean, like literally you. Yeah, have, I mean, I would say the Playboy Mansion's fucked like, up. Like you though. literally have these women who potentially are coming from these areas where, like, dude, they're having a way better life living with this dude, this famous R&B singer. Just fucking him and having like all the food, all the fucking cars, everything they could ever want. Why would they n- want to leave that if their alternative is to go back to fucking living on fucking food stamps or something yeah, like that? Like, I mean, it's to me, that's not weird. Like, once they age out of the range he wants to be living with or whatever, if he gets get tired tossed. of them, they get tossed. They still have to deal with like whatever diseases he gives them and, and, and also my psychological rebuttal, torture or whatever. I Again, would say that like the Playboy Mansion, like is weird it is a weird thing like and i yeah. feel like it's just an institution that like somehow like got grandfathered into being uh culturally acceptable yeah, because just it was just like a 60s. magazine yeah like, it was like a somehow magazine somehow that like legitimizes it and there and like i guess hugh, there was like some tr- more transparency with hugh but i don't i thought I, I i would say that i think both are weird but it's um, it was still a thing where like he would throw parties to have famous people over to fuck the women living there right like, right yeah to- basically yeah Absolutely. But again, I mean, like, it, you have to get down to whether or not it was in tra- whether these women were forced to do so, or whether or not, like, if you have women who are making an adult decision that they want to stay here, that they prefer to be there, even maybe knowing full well that there's going to come a point where they might get out of his age range of preference and get kicked out. Like, to me, let's focus on the stuff that was actually illegal. Well, but hang versus on, would, what was just fucking creepy. I would go back I would go back to exactly what you said because so he is like there's a power dynamic there because it, like so let's say you said they're living a better life because before they were just like in the middle of nowhere on fucking food stamps. Mm-hmm. So R. Kelly comes to you and like and of course maybe this is like a benefit to them and he's like a, I can like give you he like promises them this life that they could have only dreamed of and then continues to like exercise that power and probably like gets them to do stuff that they're like ah, f- wait, should I do this? And they're like, fuck, what choice do I have? I don't know. Like, that's, I think that's kind of like an irresponsible power dynamic. But is, is it illegal? That's, I don't know that it's like explicitly illegal. But there, there, you, but there are a lot of things, like there are a lot of types of abuse, like emotional and psychological manipulation that are not black and white illegal, but mm-hmm. like still bad. So I don't I don't yeah. know. It's complicated. I hear you on that. I would say I would say the primary things I'm focused on are like you have plenty of examples throughout Hollywood, including so like R. Kelly's situation with Aaliyah. He mm-hmm. started like he started managing Aaliyah, I guess, when when she was what, fourteen or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. And like he actually I believe went to her parents and like got special permission to marry her or something like that. And and like which to me was weird because it's like if you just wanted to fuck this girl like why did you go through all the hoops of like getting marry consent her. from her parents to marry her and stuff like that and apparently there was a state where you could do that and it was technically legal yeah. like I don't know what part of that was illegal but then you look back at like okay like Celine Dion Celine Dion was twelve and her manager was like forty something and he took her under his wing and by the time she was like sixteen they were married or eighteen or something like that but yeah. it's like okay they didn't just get married like the day she turned eighteen like they were obviously fucking around and doing stuff yeah. beforehand and had like a romantic relationship and when she finally became of age he married her when it was finally legal but like you got to think about like the stuff that went behind that like the if you were like Aaliyah's parents or something like that like somebody mentioned it earlier and I was thinking about it and I was like yeah like you're in a situation where like they're aware that like yeah this guy is like fuck trying to fuck my daughter but he's also going to make her have a career and stuff like that and it's almost like these parents are like complicit in it you know what i'm saying yeah mm-hmm. totally they're completely yeah. complicit because they understand there's like a money involved there's like a benefit for them and so like to me it's like the only defining characteristic that i'm willing to entertain when it comes to these things is were they children or were they adults 
I'm not really necessarily interested if an adult human being is in a is in a relationship with somebody where there's an off balance po- power dynamic because that shit exists everywhere. Like fucking Dan Bilzerian travels the world and he's fucking Instagram famous and he has like twenty hoes that follow him along yeah. and just fucking he fucks like 10 of them a day and he just takes cool pictures by an infinity pool and nobody gives a fuck nobody gives a fuck and we just we just like that's be- and that's all because he has the power dynamic of being this rich guy and he right. gets to do whatever he wants with these women and when he's done with them he's done with them and that's understood on their part and it's understood on our part and we don't call him out on it so if we're gonna that's the only thing I do kind of uh, not agree but I, I understand what R. Kelly's talking about because it's like let's just Let's just focus on what's actually wrong here and what you just find creepy. Right. Yeah, I just, I'm like, I don't know that I'm like convinced that everything going on in R. Kelly's house is on the up and up, though. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't, I just like, I just, I, I want, I want the full story and and it doesn't, I feel like those women aren't getting the opportunity to actually like give the unfiltered story. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but I just, I don't get the impression that they're. That it's all coming out because I just like I don't know, man. He seems like a pretty unbalanced guy. He seems just just from like if I'm just gonna like listen to my bullshit detector, listen to that fucking 19 minute song that yeah. we just listened to. He's oh, yeah. called like I, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I Did It. Yeah, we named it. I did it. I did it. But that, but what the, but like he he's like I admit it, and then he admits to like being dyslexic, and it's like well that no one is mad at you for that, are yeah. You, yeah, like, saying, yeah, I admit I still pay rent. Like, Damn, dude, I'm sorry the for only, that. Dude, it pisses me off because we live in this time now stuff. where like the most recent big story before this kind of boil came to the boiling point was like Kevin Hart saying some stupid shit in 2009, and like that gets the same amount of like media traffic, and so like everything. Oh, I agree. There, was crazy too. Yeah, it was fucking crazy. So it's like th- th- we kind of do it to ourselves. We're like, if like this is a legitimate. If everything that we're hearing is true, this is a legitimately bad fucking situation. Yeah. But but because we fucking treat everything that happens ever to the same magnitude of like everything's a fucking you know travesty yeah it's like hard to be able to sift through and actually see what matters and what doesn't well the, the, i will say the gross thing it, it, it's all sense it seems to all be treated with the same like this is sensational yeah. right mm-hmm. um the gross is that i was getting my teeth cleaned today because i like to get them clean while i'm home and they had the view on in the dentist's office mm-hmm. um and they like the way cause, and they're basically just doing like like promote promos for this mm-hmm. uh fucking thing this documentary about r kelly that's gonna air and it's so it's so bullshit. It feels almost like a disservice to the alleged victims because it's literally just being turned into like a primetime television event. Like oh, yeah. It's completely mm-hmm. removed from like whatever the reality of what happened is, which is super fucking gross. And it is. It's, it's, it's Make just sure like, to use the hashtag surviving R. Kelly on yeah. Twitter and Facebook. Dude, uh, dude it's literally like, what like the fuck, dude. <laughs> and they're turning it. They're also turning it into like weirdly like a Black Lives Matter issue. Like they had fucking Megan McCain on there and fucking and Whoopi Goldberg. And they're like, well, the reason why. R. Kelly was able to get away with this is because, you know, black when black girls go missing, it doesn't make the news. It's like, no, dude, there's a. F- it's because the Hollywood elite. I'm like, I'm like it's, not, it's not a fucking Black Lives Matter issue. It's because there's f- their hands at work. <laughs> but they're all. But that. But and then like this is where my conspiracy brain is like, well, of course, Joy Behar would say it's a Black Lives Matter issue. She benefits from the same like in, like creepy machine. But I have to also be tempered in my uh, assessment of everyone as being complicit in the uh, 
in the Mexican standoff of child porn. It's just it's <laughs> fucking impossible anymore, dude. What was uh you mentioned before the podcast? You said something kind of. Uh, tipped off in the Cosby case. Oh, dude. New well, developments. No, well, so there's no development. He still did it. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> okay, this just in. He still not, did it. He's not getting out of there. Uh, well, no, apparently, like, since he's been in there, there are at least three recorded incidents of him trying to tell inmates jokes and then just throwing food at him. <laughs> <laughs> he's been hit with uh, he's been hit with a Twinkie and a hot dog bun. Oh, my so God. And, uh, <laughs> it's like soft shit. Yeah. It's soft shit. He has 88, shit. though, yeah. so... Could hurt. He apparently he had Jello on his birthday and said that it was awful. Oh um, no! <laughs> so, but no, so, so I it, can't taste anything anymore. <laughs> so he's been leaving um, there, and you can listen. There are recordings of voicemails that he's been leaving. Apparently, he's been uh, whoever he, I don't know who he's been speaking to, but he um, he's been saying that he's been possessed by the ghost of his dead mother. What the fuck? And that his dead mother will possess him. He'll go blind for a minute, and then like she's speaking through him. <laughs> so that's like isn't he just all the way blind already though is he all the way blind already maybe I that's mean, maybe that's what he was saying up. like his he, eyes look like i maybe that's what he was saying okay he I, is possessed all the time yeah google <laughs> google bill cosby possessed by his uh his dead mother it's incredible you can listen to some of the audio dude i like but i've now fully want him to do like a like a prison album like over the yeah. phone it's just <laughs> his, like dude like you know like jeff ross did the like roast of the prisoners yes where they like comedy central shot his special in the prison comedy central is just going to shoot bill cosby's next prison special oh it would be fucking amazing it'd be insane just like just his fucking syphilitic ramblings like <laughs> just people throwing food at him amazing <laughs> bill cosby food fight and that would be, dude, I would be totally okay with them sensationalizing that because it's like, yeah, he's fucking done. He's not going to benefit from it at all. No. He's never going to get out. To I typed in Bill Cosby possessed. I'm just getting a bunch of Bill Cosby pictures. But. Yeah. <laughs> do web, not images. <laughs> Why are you doing images? Do video. We need to watch the video of him getting possessed. Oh, is it an actual phone call? There's audio, yeah. So who's leaking all these phone calls? I guess whoever's Camille Cosby stands by her man. Camille Cosby must have had a change of heart. Her and Bill's family were noticeably absent during his sentencing, leading many of us to believe that they were not in support of the fallen legend. Looks like we were wrong. Camille is. Which one's the right one? That one. That one's the voice. That that was the. I think we've all had them in 
in a muscle somewhere, some muscle will go something like that. You know what I mean? Move. And I put my finger back there. I just realized. Now, this is all Maybe subjective. he's trying to get transferred out of prison. Probably, yeah. I'm saying to myself, my mother, who's who is dead, ah, <laughs> uh, not that she was contacting me, my mother calling me or trying to reach me. Actually, now that I'm listening to this again, I think that's fucking yeah. trying to get fucking. Are you trying to get like transferred to like some psych ward? Right, or something? he's he, want, like, he wants to either go to a psych ward. He wants to like get moved in with his family, like through like you know. Claims or he could just be going fucking insane or like senile. Or something. Well, he's that's like true. ninety yeah. years old, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's ninety he years old yeah, or close to it. He's like late eighties, if a not rough if time. not almost ninety, and like. Like, you know, he's had his entire world flipped upside down within the past two years. Like, yeah. can you imagine making it to that age? Like, I just remember thinking, like, when Whitey Bulger got are caught. You f- are you about to say free bill? I'm a free, free biller, bill. dude. I'm a free biller. No, but, like, you just think, like, okay, so, like, when they, call, Bul- yeah, I, when I, they I, caught Whitey Bulger, he was, like, 83, 84 years old. They caught him. He went to pri- or I think he was like 81 or 82, and he just died in prison like this year or last year. Oh, he's 81 right now, Bill Cosby. Oh, okay. Whatever. Yeah. Still old as fuck. And he, Whitey Bulger had been in prison before, and uh, they did, uh, he, it was when they were experimenting, experimenting with LSD, uh-huh. and he would, t- he would volunteer to, to do these LSD tests to get a sentence reduced. Mm. And wow. Like, yeah. Oh, it's crazy. And it really, apparently, like, really fucked him up and made him really paranoid, which is why he was so nuts when he came out. Wow. That's, that's, I, I yeah. wish they had covered that. I'm, I see the Black Mass poster over there. I wish yeah. they had fucking covered that in Black Mass, but. Uh, yeah, I feel like they could have done a lot more with Black Mass personally. Yeah. But, but, like, when I, I remember thinking, like, you know, you catch a guy at 80, 84 and he dies at 84, like, in prison, like, he lived his entire life. Like, if you, yeah. if I live my entire life and when I'm 84 years old, you fucking snag me up and throw me in jail, I'd be like, I won, motherfucker. Like, these are the worst years of my <laughs> yes. life. Like, yeah. like oh, I was wow. going to sit down and watch TV and eat shitty food anyway. I'm fucking 85. Like, I, it's not like I was yeah. going to do anything cool. Like, I did all the shit. I fucked all the women. I did all the stuff. I flew all the planes and went to all the parties. I, you know, I'm fucking 85 now. I don't give a fuck. Jimmy, Kill me. I, I hope that when you go to prison at 85, you have enough presence of mind. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that you're this zen, this. dude. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I don't know. I think it's horrible to go out that way. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, yeah, like, but I on see the Jimmy's decline, like sure. he's he's like he knows he's gonna die soon, and he was just like, like fuck, dude, I can't believe I got away with this. Like Camille, thanks for being by my side <laughs> and just <laughs> fucking lying all these years. The worst part about it at that and point boom. is your legacy. I mean, th- when you're at that age, like you've done everything you're gonna do essentially, and yeah. then to to be that close to the finish line and then just see your entire legacy, like on that is the really I think that is the really really sad part about the Bill Cosby story specifically is because even you know Chappelle talked about it in a special, but that guy did a lot for a lot of fucking sure. people. Like he did a lot for the civil rights movement. Like he was around when Martin Luther King was coming up. He said Martin Luther King's I think like one of his first speeches was th- was through a PA system that Bill Cosby paid for so he could speak through or something like that. Damn. And like like the amount of like the he was like one of the first po- like he just did so much and then to see all that tarnished all of that tarnished. Yeah. Jeff, that's got to be the worst thing. Well, he, well, but also, but hey, he shouldn't have done that. Yeah, he shouldn't have done it. He shouldn't have done it. He shouldn't have done it. I'm talking about from an outside in, yeah. like, if I was a... 
I feel like it's got to especially hit the black community very hard yeah. because he was an extremely positive, strong role model in the black community. Yeah. And you just sure. see, I feel like it happens like that. Like a lot of them wind up, they just like at a certain age, they all get tarnished. Yeah. There's a lot of like the super pro bro pro pro black people in my like Facebook timeline that all think it's like a conspiracy that they keep on like like I get that that's fucked up. Well, and wrong, I, so like, like I sort of see that. This is where like I like might loop. This might be racist, but like I think that it's also kind of fucking because like I guess the difference is there are a lot of like white men whose legacies are tarnished later in life too. But we just we're not just like oh look they're trying to take down the white community because I guess yeah. like white mm -hmm. culture is status quo or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I it does irritate me how every time you have someone like OJ or every, like the entire black community just like like brick walls to protect them regardless regardless of whether or not they think they might have done some fucked up shit. They're just like, we have to stick together, even if this person's like hurting other people in our community. Mm -hmm. Like every fucking hotep that came out and was like, nah, man, they're framing Bill because he was trying to buy NBC. It's like, are you, what are you fucking retarded? Do you know how buying things works? Like, <laughs> yeah. they just won't sell it to you. Like, they're not yeah. going to concoct 60 years worth of like, yeah. rate. Like, yeah. Yeah, there also are he wasn't trying to that. buy NBC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the thing too with MJ, right? They, everyone, like, People say he was trying to buy Disney or something. Yeah. And that's why they brought him down. But yeah, that's your that's a good point that you said. It's like, do you know how buying shit works? Like yeah. it's like, dude, like you make me an offer and I either say, Yeah, I'll take that money for this, or no. Like you don't have to fucking like it's not like I walk up to him like, yo, Nick, can I can I buy your car, bro? And you're just like no, but also I'm going to fucking destroy yeah. your life. How dare you ask to buy my car, Jimmy? Here's eight photos of you. <laughs> like, that's not how shit works in the real world. Like, it's too much of an effort to just do that. Like, no, I'm going to keep Disney if that's cool with you. Yeah. Like, yeah. no, like, like, I don't know. I'm sure there's other things involved and like, you know, especially with Michael Jackson, like he owned like the Beatles shit and fucking... Yeah. Paul McCartney killed all the other Beatles. So, like, you know, <laughs> how did Michael Jackson end up owning the Beatles' music? Because I think he was like I a think major. He was trying to buy his own shit, and like, because it took him a while to buy back all of his own music. Yeah. Um. But no, I just think he just like was R. business was savvy and was like, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, he was just business savvy, and he knew it was going to be worth money, and he wanted to set up his family. Yeah, I think he owned like a, a share or something like that. And back then, the way the way the music industry was set up, especially when the Beatles were recording, like the fucking sixties, seventies, like you didn't own shit for yourself, dude. No, like you were recording, and the record company basically fronted you all the money you needed to record the album. So let's say, I mean, like nowadays it would be like five million back then, you know, in their dollars. Let's say like a million dollars to record a high profile album, mm -hmm. and then like they would give you money up front for like they, it was basically like a stipend, like it's like a could, loan. Yeah, and it's then, a loan and, then and then you have to make that money back for them before you make any money. Yeah, and so especially like the like the industry has gotten really straightened out now that like the internet's come around and they've had the competition, like they've had to change their business model because it was really like. They would just fuck rape you back totally, in the day. Of like they would fuck you. So I think the Beatles didn't really have control over their shit. And Michael Jackson, I think, had some share in the company. And, and it just through some weird turn of you know legality, he owned their stuff. And then yeah. like I think he wouldn't sell it to them or something like that. Yeah, because he and Paul McCartney were friends, and then did something. I feel yeah, maybe that was part of it. Their friendship got strained because yeah. he wouldn't give him the music. But there's a lot of weird shit, and it's all this like high profile money shit. But like, yeah, I don't know that that to me like uh, the, one of the biggest unfortunate things for me is like I'm not convinced Michael Jackson was fucking little kids. I, I'm gonna yeah, tell you something. I don't know. I'm not either. 
Honestly, I mean, I'm I'm not gonna say he definitely wasn't because like, it's a lot like again because again like my bullshit detector is just like I mean something ha- happened some some sort of trauma yeah something Michael Jackson wasn't a normal dude for by sure any means. but yeah I just think he was like I don't know I feel like he was just like innocent himself yeah I here's and he the thing, like couldn't I don't be get around sexual vibes from exactly him, yeah weirdly. He, yeah, dude, the thing that stuck out to me, like, I remember, like, a like couple... Like, he didn't even bang... What was her name? Lisa Marie Presley? Kids? Yeah, he didn't yeah. even, like, bang her. They yeah. artificial inseminated. He was they probably... He was probably yeah. gay or something. Maybe. Something. And he probably, did, at that time, he probably didn't want to come out and say it. Or he probably, like... Like, the he pro- he was definitely a fucked up individual, but when you consider his childhood, like, oh, yeah, his like that was a legitimate case. Like, from the time he was nine yeah. years old, he just, like, was forced to be this thing, and he never did get to have a childhood. So that does fuck with your mind. But the, again, like, being weird, this is going back to the R. Kelly thing, being weird is not illegal. Doing creepy shit is not illegal. If he was fucking kids, that's illegal. Right. If he was not yeah. fucking kids... You should not be allowed to go on national television and slander someone just because they're doing some shit that you think is weird. If he has a fucking amusement park that he built for himself and invites kids over to ride rides, Walt Disney did that too. I know. Well, what's Disneyland, not, dude? It's not the same. <laughs> not exactly like that. <laughs> that's well, so disingenuous. That's yeah, yeah. not the same. Also, you know it, it sounds like you're trying to argue for R. Kelly right now. No, yeah. I'm arguing for Michael Jackson, dude. Fuck R. I, Kelly. I, 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 the Michael Jackson thing, I... I think I agree. I don't know that he was fucking kids. I really don't even. A lot of yeah, some of the kids that also, first accused him came out and said they were lying. There yeah. was also like a fake police report that went around that said they found like, uh, like uh, cut up images of like kids put onto nude adult bodies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I and do that was like that. apparently that was faked or something. Oh, yeah. was it? Yeah, that was yeah. a, that was a big piece. That was a big thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was probably, I think he was probably murdered. Because I think he, well, how did he die? He like OD'd on some type of paint. Like, it was, wasn't his, it his milk? They were putting it in his, because he liked to take the pain medicine in his milk or It was some basically shit. fentanyl, right? Was yeah, it? something like that. I think it was. But that was before fentanyl was fentanyl. It was yeah. like some shit that it was like. was like sleeping medicine. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was like the doctor. Yeah, like and I think he was slowly doctor. poisoned over time. Damn. It was definitely a it was definitely a conspiracy the way he went out, dude. That's fucking wild, Absolutely conspiracy. I, I mean, Michael Jackson is the one guy that I'm like. Dude, I think like I think I'm with you on that. Actually, I think he was legitimately. I just think he was a, a beautiful, not I would say beautiful person. I I really liked Michael Jackson, dude. Yeah. yeah. And again, it's just another example of like. He, dude, Pepsi know. tried to kill him. It didn't work. <laughs> they oh, tried yeah, to light him on fire. On fire. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, dude, it sucks, dude. It really does. Yeah. I um, uh I I fuck I I completely stand behind, uh, Kevin Hart's decision. To not do the Oscars because I feel like I feel like uh, you know semi unrelated but still like oh, yeah. fake outrage and shit. But like with his situation, like I, I think it's crazy that even after going on Ellen, people were like mad at. Oh, it's mad. not crazy, it's dude. You because you can't because there's I literally feel like, no I feel reason. Like Ellen is like the fucking the. The Christian like yeah, baptism she's the Pope though it's for like gay people. yeah yeah but she's but here's the thing the ultra left who are the people who are mad at Ke- like the people who dig up old tweets yeah. and deplatform people are the ultra left and the ultra left already doesn't love Ellen because Ellen is the kind of person where it's like look George Bush is a fun grandpa and we have and so like they think that's bullshit right like uh, okay. they hate that so I don't think the Ellen thing was ever gonna re ingratiate him with the people who are mad at him because I think mm. regular Ellen's for regular people and I think regular people didn't give a shit yeah really yeah. um. I, I yeah, dude, the Kevin Hart thing makes me mad because it goes back to this. Like, like we, like we're about to, we're coming to a head 
with with the entire planet right now. We're like, there's riots in France. We we might only have twenty more years of a fucking sustainable environment. Like yeah. shit is getting really bad, and we're mad. We're we're finding reasons to be mad at people for shit that they said ten years ago mm. that they obviously probably don't. I mean, even if he did mean it, I don't give a shit. But if he says, like, it should be a given that I've evolved, it's like, yeah, it should be, because this was a decade ago. Yeah. yeah. We were all playing by different rules. Yeah. We back, all were, dude. Back in 2009, like, dude, in middle school, we all called each other fags. Like, everybody yeah. did that, and it wasn't a thing. It no. wasn't a thing. I remember, and it's it's also where you live. Like, I remember my friend Mike Manos, he, like, he was from the Eastern Shore, and mm-hmm. I met him probably when I was, like, 19 or 20. And at that point, it was probably, like, 2012, 2013, mm-hmm. where that was starting to become a little bit more taboo to say that word. And he and his Eastern Shore friends would still call each other fags all the time. I remember hearing it for the first time. I was like, wow, that's a little weird. Yeah. But then, so, but like, you can't, that's why I hate, like, when people look back in history and they're like, well, we can't listen to anything George Washington said or anything Thomas Jefferson said because they own slaves. It's like, yeah, but like, that was what people did back then. You can't look yeah. back on it with your 2019 point of view and, and, and then project that onto fucking 300 years in the past. When, like, that's the way shit went back then. Yeah, no, I mean, I agree. So we're going to disband of everything because, you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, but I think, like, there's a nuance. I think there's a nuanced way to look at all of it. Um, Because, on the, I mean, like, I I would, like, look back. You obviously look back at slavery, and Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, yeah, having slaves was bad. Like, slavery was bad. Mm -hmm. It was bad that we did that, which is why we stopped doing it. But... Like I, it's, I more get upset when people are shocked at like depictions of the past, mm-hmm. uh, when they're like, "Well, that's racist." It's like, no, it's a fuck. It's a depiction of like, and it, it, yeah, and what we were doing was wrong, but to act like we shouldn't portray it at all is fucking yeah. insane to me. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's stupid. Um, but like, so like, I don't know. With don't the know. Kevin Hart thing, when he went on Ellen, you said like, like people still weren't happy. My dad said it to me, and it kind of stuck with me. He was like, you know, there's a certain type of person that they're malcontent, and what he meant by that was like. There's people whose entire existence is fueled by being pissed off at something. Oh, yeah, So, dude. like, yeah. that's why they say, like, that's why they say Trump gets away with a lot of shit because he doesn't fucking apologize. And what happens is when you, when you do something and then you get those people coming after you, when you apologize and start going on the air and be like, I just want to say, like, I was a different person back then, blah, blah, blah. That's not, that's like throwing gas on the fire for exactly. that. Exactly. It's like showing your belly. Exactly. Completely. It's like blood in the water for sharks. They're not looking for a solution. They're looking for a problem. So once you show weakness that it's getting to you, that's how they, that's how they fuel their entire thing. That's dude. why I thought Kevin Hart's initial response was so sick because he because he literally he was like fuck this I'm not apologizing for this yeah. mm-hmm. I'm not gonna dance with you guys and then he fucking left he resigned he he wasn't fired he fucking left on his own terms yeah. so that was I mean like the uh, the Ellen thing the fact that he went on Ellen maybe his like team pressured him to do it yeah it was definitely a publicity yeah, move publicity sure his agents probably texted him because they said after he did his initial Snapchat apology or, or whatever it was. That his agent like called him. I was like, "Oh, dude, you you got to take that down. Like, you, we can't have that and stuff right. like that." But like, I respect Kevin Hart for doing it, and like, you know, it, it does suck. I like him too, and he gets a lot of flack, you know. But like, I I thought I thought he handled it correctly because I think what happens is, dude, did you watch the Golden Globes? Did either one of you guys watch that show? No, I heard it was a shit show, dude. It was fucking. And I heard so I heard everyone hated it. Like people, like people who like woke people online hated it, and fucking regular people thought it sucked. It's getting so. I, don't cr- know. Dude, one of I their- saw Andy Samberg do like the weird. Uh, I don't know. 
it was just such like a weird pandering thing. Like, yeah. it didn't sound like he wrote any of it. It sounded like someone like gave him a script that like a Twitter personality I, wrote. I guarantee you, they do not let comedians write their own shit anymore. Oh, they don't. Yeah, they don't. It was so circle jerky. And Sandra O, oh, like at the end of the monologue, does this like phony like, like it was so phony that when she started getting into it, like they did like the they opened. I only saw this because I was at Seasons buying something to go, and they had it in there. So I saw like ten minutes of it waiting for my food. But I happened to catch like the perfect time. So like they started off. And the, their initial joke was like, we're hosting it. It was Andy Samberg and Sandra Oh. And he was like, we're hosting it because we're the only people left in Hollywood that haven't gotten in trouble yet. And so I was like, okay, semi-topical. Like, yeah. I guess in 2019, that's considered an edgy joke. Sure. But from there, that was like the the edgiest thing they said. And then they started like pretending like they were going to roast comedian or roast actors and stuff. But instead of roasting actors, they just went around and just like complimented them. So they just went to like Bradley Cooper and they're like, Bradley Cooper. Like they were acting like they were about to roast him and then they were like, yeah, because Bradley hot. Cooper needs fucking compliments. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then they went to like Amy Adams and they're like, Amy Adams, you talented, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, this is so fucking cringy. Like it's just everybody yeah. in this room just it's jerking each too. other off. I, That's like a, that makes me furious. He like stole that from uh, Norm MacDonald too. Yeah. 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 Oh, he did. This is the Second time he stole that from Norm Macdonald. Yeah, he did it on a roast he did, like a couple years back. Yeah, well, Norm Macdonald did. It, Norm Macdonald's version is hilarious. Yeah. When they were roasting Bob Saget, Norm Macdonald went up and did deliberate anti comedy. Yeah, yeah. And then I think it was like a year later, or two years later, Andy Samberg did the was the roast of James Franco. I think so. Um, and was Andy that Samberg, or like the Justin Bieber one? I forget. Yeah, it was Justin Bieber, James Franco. I think uh, it might have been the Justin Bieber one. Maybe. Because I remember, I think he was like saying stuff like, yeah, you fucking 19-year-old billionaire, like six more successful than anyone in this room type shit. Yeah, I think yeah, it was yeah. Justin Bieber. Yeah, so and Andy, so Andy Samberg basically like did the thing that Norm did, but like with, with no delivery or tact. Yeah. It just sucked. It was like a fucking sledgehammer. So uh, I'm glad he did it again. I don't mind <laughs> I don't mind Andy Sandberg as much. Sandra O oh kind of pissed me off cuz she's like she just had this like weird like grin on the whole time like she was like yeah. clearly like I don't know. I don't know what it is with her face, but it just makes me so mad. And yeah, like, she's, uh, dude, she's Asian. That's what it might be. Dude. That could be. Oh, I was like, yeah, what dude. is it? Oh, okay. Have you ever she's seen not a white. crazy rich Asian before? <laughs> <laughs> but like, she goes into this like she like they go out of this like <laughs> they go out of this like fucking bit, and then she starts going into this like clearly manufactured, contrived like phony. And she's like, I just want to let everybody know that I see you and you see me. Shut up. And like, the audience was so like. All like taken, taken like, like what? That they started laughing because they didn't know that she was trying to be serious. Oh, that rules! And so like they started laughing, and then she just continues down this like, and what we're witnessing right now are the Damn, faces of I change. I gotta watch that shit, dude. It was so bad. <laughs> and then like literally, literally like the camera just starts panning to like every non-white person in the room. She's like the faces have changed, like Native American chick, <laughs> Eskimo, cackling. fucking like black guy. <laughs> and then like I think like one white guy was accidentally in it. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and it was just so fucking bad, dude. At one point. I kid you not, they sent doctors out into the crowd with needles and started giving everyone flu vaccines. Wait, what? what? Swear to what fucking God. God. Swear to fucking serious? God. I swear to fucking God. Just so like, we gotta rise up. The <laughs> it's time they, to march into the... They literally... Like at injecting aluminum. California's ground zero of the New World Order. 
They literally <laughs> sent people into the crowd, licensed professionals. Yeah, they set over the mic and went up to tables and started giving people flu shots. Free, and said free like, autism said shots. basically like, Are you if you're an anti-vaxer, just put a napkin on your head and we'll shoot you. Like it was just like it was so Jesus unnecessarily Christ. political. And it's like, oh my fucking god! Like you dude, can't. No, no, it's not even. Dude, I don't even. Know, it's not even the political sins they have. That's a fucking weird thing it's to do. Weird. To start administering shots. <laughs> like that made me uncomfortable. Like, dude, like, why are we doing this? What are you trying to prove? If and, like that's the thing. It's like I almost enjoy it because I, I myself am definitely more lean, not in that direction. Yeah. And so I love seeing shit like that because I really do feel like it's them eating themselves alive. Like they they get so far in that direction that I just look at it and I'm like, okay, now I don't care how fucking progressive you are. Like this is fucking weird. Well, it just I mean it just goes back to what I'm saying. We're like the fact that like how many people said like that got through so many people where they're like, yeah, but this is gonna air. We're gonna yeah. do like they're so disconnected from reality mm -hmm. or yeah. like or what is even. I mean, that's just that is so beyond the realm of like a balanced thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the other, I mean, here's the flip side of this shit with the Golden Globes and the Oscars for that matter. Like, as mad as each side gets, so like the the leftists are mad because there's you can't pass the leftist purity test if you want to like do anything in the spotlight. And then you know uh, the right thinks that like they're ridiculously PC, all this stuff. These shows are all ultimately still like bullshit. Like that's what we need to be yeah. remembering is that it is just like it is the industry like giving itself a fucking reach around for it one is. night yeah, and it's yeah. all it meaningless and like the movies that win are fuck like apparently Green Book won best drama which is I've like, never even heard of that never. it was a it was fine it's it's basically driving Miss Daisy where an Italian guy learns not to be racist because he drives a black guy around <laughs> and, 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 and a black guy literally learns how to be comfortable enough with his the black guy learns how to eat fried chicken like that's literally his Jesus arc Jesus Christ it's, dude it is one of the most Pitiful fucking pandering <laughs> movies. Just Oscar bait type Oscar, thing. Yeah, yeah. So, like, so these things aren't actually a true measurement of, like, art or achievement. It's literally just a fucking popularity contest where, like, the winners are picked arbitrarily. You know? It's, it, it's, it's fucking... But that's why I'm glad... Just go back. I'm glad that Kevin Hart didn't do the Oscars because... I think what's going to happen is they're probably going to get someone else. They're going to have to get somebody else to do it. And it's just going to be like Kevin Hart was probably the last person in Hollywood that's like mainstream that could legitimately actually do like some real comedy on stage and would have made it entertaining. Yeah. Like I don't everybody else that I know of, like, like I don't like he was like their last chance. And so, like, I think they're going to find the host for the Oscars and it's just going to fucking like I think people are going to watch the Oscars and be like. Are you sure we really cared that much about those Dude, tweets? Because this show if sucks. If the Academy had balls, they'd just be like, "All right, so for the new host, Louis C.K." Dude, <laughs> like I did, like, oh, you guys didn't want Kevin Hart. <laughs> you didn't want Kevin Hart, huh? <laughs> <laughs> this is a giant circle jerk. So we only thought it was appropriate that we'd bring Louis C.K. to host it. Did you guys listen to his? Uh did you guys listen to his full set? Dude, um, yes. I actually pulled up the clip because I will be very fucking fuck funny. That, but fuck the clip, dude. The, it was the, so good. Listen to the whole the thing. thing, dude. It's I didn't good. Whole thing. It's really fucking It's really good. good. It's insane. Like, fuck. I'm sure so many people have already like also, stated this and like said oh, yeah. this point. But like, anytime someone talked to me about it, I've just been like, dude, like, you're saying that you were a fan of Lucy K, like. In his prime, I guess, like 2010, 2012, or whatever. Yeah. Like, a lot of people are like, he was my hero, or like, I was, he was my favorite comic, but 
now I just can't even. It's like okay, so you so you loved Louis C.K. in the prime like N word saying years. Yes, you loved it when he was just like mm-hmm. blasting the N word and like it, dude, calling his no, kid a cunt and a faggot and it, all this other shit. Yeah, Louis Louis C.K. had the famous joke in hilarious where he was like, "There's no reason to rape a woman unless uh, you want to have sex with her and she won't let you." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like so, like, everyone who's so like, you're ev- cool with that. Everyone who's like, "Oh, Louis changed." He's, it was like, "No, he hasn't." And He's always been a dirty. Filthy comic. There's two things that I want to say about that clip that got so much heat. Number one, like all the comics taking him down really pissed. Like Patton Oswalt said something like really sanctimonious and self righteous. Oh my god! You Oswalt- none of the like no big funny comic has said anything about. Do you guys it. mind just for like anybody like, listening? Do you mind if I put on the little clip? Well, no, but no, but I don't. Well, it's do, not even about the clip. Don't, well, oh, no, it is about the clip, but don't don't even put the clip. Here's what pisses me off about that clip, and this is what I'm gonna say. The guy who posted that clip, he's like, uh, everyone accusing me of taking this out of context. I didn't because you literally can't. Like there was some big tweet. That clip is actually taken out of context yeah. because there's the, the tail end of the bit, and like honestly, they should just like seek out the whole. I encourage people to seek out the whole set. Yeah. Okay. Like I, I don't. I I I kind of don't want to like. Does that make sense? Like, I don't no, know I hear why. You, I hear you. I hear um, you. Because I actually haven't seen the whole set. So you I, should. I just well, saw the clip. it after this. Yeah, I just saw the clip and I was like, is this, if that was the worst thing they could find out of it, because I'm assuming that's no, what it's you know what's funny it's it's that's not even the most offensive thing he does a he does a really great like six minute chunk on retarded people that's amazing yeah it's but but anyway so that whole clip where he makes fun of the Parkland um, victims all, he's doing the Louis thing where he's clearly saying something that he knows is wrong and perverse yeah but the tail end of that bit that they cut off. Is he says it's all bullshit anyway. He's like, why are we mad at that and not mad at like every? He's like, we're selectively mad about atrocities in America, mm-hmm. and that's what he's underscoring. Yeah, he's not just saying the Parkland kids are stupid. Yeah, he's being absurd to illustrate another point. And also, it's, just, it's so absurd. Like, dude, the joke is that, like, why are we listening to kids out? Only lived because they pushed a fat kid into government. <laughs> and now you're and an expert on, yeah, yeah you're like an expert and, on legislation. But like, dude, I don't know. Well, yeah, but I don't even think it's that sincere. It's not even they that didn't sincere. Do that. But like, it shouldn't do that. It's all a joke. Yeah. It shouldn't, dude. I'm going to tell you this. I went to Mexico for five days. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We haven't even talked about oh, Mexico yeah. yet. I went to Mexico. By the way, I have a, I, you kind of know about it, but it was really fucking weird. So, but um, just. You know, real quick, I went to Mexico for five days and I was completely off the grid. I barely was on like Facebook or I think I like walked yeah, on like once dude, a day. Like so, uh, his mom found out he was in Mexico because he posted a Facebook status like, "Oh, fucking BWI." Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah, I went through his airport. Mom posts like, "This is how I find out you're going to Cancun." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, my family, my grandmother was like, "Fucking just blowing up my spot on the." I was like, "Oh, oh my god!" god. Dude, I was like, "Oh my mother!" I was like, "Oh my god!" She was like, "Oh, you're not gonna tell your family?" I was like, "Oh no!" Everybody's like, "Everybody's probably like seeing that." Just like, "Oh, I'm not gonna stay the fuck out of this." It's wild. But like, I went to Mexico and I was off the grid for <coughs> like five days. I came back and when I got Wi-Fi in the airport, I just like just logged back into Facebook to see what's going on. And immediately, like I just saw all these statuses talking about like this is toxic and this blah 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 yeah. blah 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 blah. And it like gave me like a borderline like mini panic attack to just it just surged back to me. I had been away for it for five days and I gotten so used to every day just going online and seeing everybody just have a problem with everything every day. Yeah, and like when I logged when I when I went back on it was like oh my God like being away from it for a little bit I was like whoa this shit is legitimately fucking like I hate the word toxic because it's overused. No it is. But but it is toxic. Like it's that's totally what's toxic. toxic. That's what's fucking toxic. And it's like it's annoying because you have 
I'm friends with a lot of comedians on Facebook because of the, I met them through the podcast and Eric and stuff. And like, they're the most critical of that shit. Like my musician friends and stuff like that, they think the shit is funny. But it's like for whatever reason, I don't know what it is. Wait, about, wait, what do you mean when you uh, comedians are critical of, of that behavior? Critic, like they're the ones who are the most outraged. Like, yes. like we should be, yeah. we should be not accepting that Louis C.K. It's like you're the yeah, ones. Dude. This is your job. Yeah. Why is it? You're supposed to be for a comic. You're supposed to be on the comic well, side. Not, not even like, well, hang on, not unconditionally. Because if that were the case, we'd, we'd be here like free my man. You're Bill, supposed to understand. Yeah, you're, you're supposed to understand like, context like, and when yeah. somebody's trying to be funny versus when somebody's trying to be harmful. I agree. I yeah. Well, I dude, I think that like comedians, it was actually really refreshing to. I just I was just in New York for a couple days doing mm. uh, mics um, with my boy Robbie Goodwin, who's nice. the fucking man. So I saw Shane Gillis up there. Oh, Crush yeah. it, dude. Good boy. Crushed it, dude. The bulls were out, but especially, dude, being in fucking L.A., where like you're not even like jokes aren't even rewarded. Like, like, like working on your set and it's just like going on stage and having a loud opinion that you know people will agree with. Like that's what's rewarded. Comics and comedy has never been lamer. It's been really yeah. freeing for me actually. Where like suddenly I've like never felt more confident in my comedy because all of these people whom I used to look up to, like Paul F. Tompkins and Patton Oswalt, mm-hmm. I look at them and I'm like. Oh, like, fuck. Oh, you're a fucking nerd. You're a dude. nerd. I don't respect you. I don't think I agree with your philosophy on comedy. And you're just a pussy. And you're, yeah, and like <laughs> you have, I don't, you've got no integrity. You, you'd sell your own, like, you'd sell out your own in a heartbeat. You have yeah, no yeah. integrity. Mm-hmm. And like weirdly, like, just like s- lately feeling like I don't give a shit about, com- or I, no, I give a shit about comedy. I don't give a shit about the institution that, like, of comedy. I don't give a shit about the people, the people in power. I don't agree with them. Mm-hmm. I feel so freed. I feel like, like, yeah, it's it's just I don't know why it just something about it was really freeing. That I think that it's I think that we're on the and I've been saying it for a little bit, but I really do feel like we're on the edge, on like the brink of the pendulum swinging the other swinging the other way. Like I think we're almost peaking with this shit yeah. to the point where even people who are like super in that direction are kind of looking at it like I don't know. This is They're starting, starting to stupid, and then it's gonna it's gonna swing back the other way because it's gonna be like it. Like people are looking for like realness, and like back in the day, like when everybody was, when everything was going in the other direction, it took somebody to stand up and be like, "No, like this stuff is wrong," blah blah blah, and that was like innovative and, and new, and it was like, and then everybody jumped on that bandwagon, and it just got so ridiculous and contrived that I feel like, I feel like comedy, I, I feel like it's on the verge of another like one of those like cellar crowd two thousands revivals. Because I feel That'd like people sick. are, I would, I would, I would, I'm hoping for that, but I, because I, I, I just, I can't see it staying like this forever because people are getting so fucking tired of it like they just it's it's like it's literally fucking tiresome to i think i think that i think comedy's gonna die I really actually, i hope it does I, yeah. I really hope it does because well the marketplace is being flooded Netflix, but also it's like people are trying to push their own agenda into comedy that's not comedy Instead of like making a new word for it, instead of like being like, oh, I'm basically just doing the Daily Show live, or yeah, like, right. yeah, I'm just like, I'm kind of like that quirky activist. Mm-hmm. Like, what did I Mark come Roman up with like really funny Clapter, 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 yeah, Clapter's yeah. bullshit, dude. Uh, like, well, no, but I, I think that like, I think that a lot, I think that most people actually don't want comedy like this. I think that like I can feel crowds in LA getting exhausted, especially yeah. from the kind of comedy that goes on and like doing like bet. bar shows in LA. They're they're terrible, and it's and and like you literally like need. It's not about experience. It's just about like 
God, I mean, and some of my friends like run these shows, and you go, and it's like these people have not worked on their shit at all. They they just like it's a diverse lineup, mm-hmm. so it looks good, and like it's people who have some industry. They're heat. like checking all the boxes. They're checking all the boxes, but then they go up, and it's like they 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 haven't like put any care into what they're actually like fucking presenting on stage. So it's and like audiences want to support it because like on paper it's good, but you can feel them get fucking worn out just mm-hmm. from like amateurs going on yeah. stage. But um, I I think the comedy's gonna die. I think that there's way too. Much, I think there's like way too many specials. I like actually have this thing right now where I'm I'm not. I have no interest. If I recorded the special, it would be a CD because mm. for me, like audio CDs were the fucking thing. Like yeah. I think that's one of the best ways to experience comedy. Still, it's nice like having to commit to watching a video. People get worn out. Like people check out of Netflix after like yeah, ten minutes yeah. and all that shit. Um. But I'm actually I don't I'm not interested in really recording my comedy. I think it's more special now to be like if you want to see me do comedy, you have to come see me. Yeah, I've got for a sure. podcast you can listen to, but like if you want to see my shit, come see me. Because specials just get lost, dude. It's like getting lost in the fucking. Yeah, Netflix just put out the comedians of the world or whatever. They yeah. put out four specials for like each country. Sure, I guess that's cool. But like for the for comedy specials that are in a foreign language. What is the point dude, of releasing yeah. them in America? Have you ever seen, dude? Do you ever watch any of the foreign Netflix specials? I, ha- I have I'll watched. I'll put them on for like five minutes just to laugh, dude. Like, Mithra just to be Iskandar. Like, what the fuck is going on? I wa- I watched. Uh, yeah, actually, it wasn't. Even, it was in English, but like, I they had a bunch of these. Like, were they from Nepal? I don't remember. They had a bunch of these. Like, uh, somewhere in Asia, comics. And it's like, and it's like, it's one thing to like expose American audiences to like these comics that they want to see, but then all like they filmed them in this Asian country. All the jokes are like inside baseball jokes, yeah. just about like, and it's just like, and a lot of it is like very like '80s style, like hacky shit, like well, a lot of like gay jokes and so <laughs> on. So, so that's like that's the other thing is like stand up comedy is kind of a uniquely like English speaking, and like other mm-hmm. countries are getting into it, but it's it's. I feel like it started in English speaking countries, like first and foremost. Dude, mm-hmm. but even like even like Irish I just saw this Irish comic, um, which is still like obviously they speak English in Ireland, but it's his comedy was like ten years behind where our comedy was. Mm-hmm. It's it, I, I I don't know what it is. It's just something about the form is like um, is uniquely American and like that sort of like the Also a lot of like foreign comedy, at least like um like British and like Irish and that kind of stuff is like more of like one man show type of shit. It like is it's weird. It's not. American, it all has like a message. It American all... stand up has all these like subversions that are like unique to American stand up. I, I was talking to this guy. Um, I th- it was in L. A. It was one of the first years I got there, and he was telling me he's like, yeah, there's like Comedy Central Mexico, but like in stand up comedy down in Mexico, it's like it's people telling like bar jokes and street jokes mm-hmm. and they're like on TV. Yeah. And, like they're not, but they're not writing their own stuff. They're like, st- that's still what comedy is down there. It's wow. fucking weird. That is and, and, weird. and I'm not saying that's worse. I'm just saying like it's different places are, are in like different. Yeah. I don't know if it's you know, necessarily a, 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 a head or behind thing as much as it is like, it's just different. like the British sense of humor is just different from the American sense of humor. Like we have different, we have a different culture mm-hmm. even though we're both english speaking and then and then tag that on to like when we don't even speak the same language like obviously spanish people and german speaking people and fucking nepalese people like we're not going to all relate on the same shit so like why are you trying to cram like a fucking nepalese stand up special with english subtitles down my fucking neck on netflix you know what i'm saying yeah i mean well nobody's like 
I guess no one's cramming it. Not they're just cramming it, it but, like you know. they're making it available. But it this the it's the excitement about it is what seems manufactured to me. Like, like there are a lot of people like it's great. It's all, I found, I'm glad I get to see that. It's like really is that really a great viewing experience? Yeah. You have to watch yeah. comedy and read subtitles. Like you can you might there might even be, still be things that you appreciate that are funny in it. You where you can like be like oh yeah that I can that's funny. But you're not experiencing it on the visceral level that you're supposed to. Yeah, yeah. it's just I don't know. It, again, it seems like a bunch of shit that like people pretend to be excited for so that they can like look like they're for diversity. Yeah, yeah. and you can only pretend to do that for so long. Dude. For so yeah, mm-hmm. I I think uh, I hope comedy dies for a little while. I, it could be like the '90s again, dude. We're like mm-hmm. there was so or even mu- like the early 2000s, like totally. There was so much fucking comedy in the late '80s, early '90s, and it was awful in on the other end of the spectrum. It was just like hacky and misogynistic and and whatever, and people got sick of that, and so that like. Alt comedy was like born out of that, and now, literally, like we're, the the market is like flooded with bad alt comedy. Yeah, and you and you see a more traditional comedy kind of like coming back into vogue. So I don't know. It I it's it's it all ebbs and flows, but goddamn, it's so annoying right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, just quick quick story because I haven't gotten a chance to tell Eric about this. Oh so. please, yeah yeah. I went Thanks, to uh, I flew into Cancun for New Year's. Um, but I, I stayed in Playa del Carmen, which is like an hour north or south or some fucking direction from Cancun. But um, when I played at the point on in Towson two weeks ago, that was the night before I left, or like two nights before I left. And Derek Waters from Drunk History walks oh, in. Nice. So, yeah. so I'm He's standing from out. Towson. Yeah, yeah. He I'm friends with his area. friend uh, Paige Gullivan. Oh, nice. to, yeah. He went to our high school. He was class in '99, but he went to Towson High School. And um, we didn't talk to him. We just saw that he yeah. was there. So, so, so he he pulls up in an Uber with I'm assuming his girlfriend or something like that. And I'm standing outside smoking a cig, talking to some people. And I just see him get out, and I see him walk in. And I think I was probably the only person outside that recognized him. I, I didn't see anybody else like look, but I was just like, yo, I was like, yo, that's fucking Derek Waters. Yeah. And I saw him walk in. I didn't say anything because I didn't, you know, it just seemed yeah, yeah. tacky to say something. So he walks in. And then he goes, and I lost, and I stood outside longer. And I think that was, like, right around the time you walked up, too. And mm-hmm. I was like, yo, what the fuck? And I told him all about it. So I never got a chance to speak to him. I think he was on the other side. I was playing there, and, and I never got a chance to talk to him. Um, two days later, I, I, I messaged him the next day, and I was like, hey, Derek, just want to say, like, it's going to sound weird. You know, I saw you at the point the other night. I was the guy playing in the band, but, like, I have this podcast, blah, blah, blah. I messaged him from the podcast thing, trying to get, see if he wanted to come on while he was in town. Didn't get a response. I show up at the airport, and I get on my plane, and I'm walking down the aisle, and Derek Waters is fucking sitting on my plane, just, like, in the aisle. Oh, and I, wild. like, walk by, and it was, like, this weird thing, because, like, it was one of those things where you, like, you recognize somebody, but you don't recognize somebody. Like, he definitely, like, in his subconscious, saw me at the point in Towson when I was playing. Right. So, like, when I walked by him, he, like, looked at me, and he was, like, like, it was, he was almost, like, like, Creeped. I was like, yeah, dude, yeah. I'm right. going to Cancun too. Dude, give me fucking <laughs> like it's spring break. I don't know what the fuck. Woo! But I was like, I literally sat down. And I was like, oh my god. Also, I was wearing a fucking wife beater tucked into my jeans, and I got pulled out of airport security for extra screening. They like swabbed my hands <laughs> and like did all this extra. Why shit. were you wearing that? Because that's what I woke that's up. That's what he and, wears, dude. dude. I had the. What do you think's under this hoodie? <laughs> wife beater jeans. Baby. I fucking so I sit on the plane and I just look like just like a grimy Italian guy, just like just literally that. You, wait, you're on a plane in a wife beater and jeans. Yeah. <laughs> Were you cold, dude? I had a hoodie, that much but I wasn't exposed. Wearing... Fucking skin here's on a plane. The, here's you turned the, the fan off. So I'm sitting there, 
And I'm sitting there on this one side. There's like a Russian dad and his family's in like the other aisle. And on the window side, I'm in the middle seat. The window side of me is like this like 30-year-old black woman. We didn't talk at all. But I'm just sitting there, and this baby had like shit himself in like two aisles, <laughs> two aisles ahead of us. This baby had like shit himself, and everybody smelled it. Nobody says anything. She's like, ah, oh, this fucking sucks. Right. It smells like baby shit. And so <laughs> I'm just minding my own business, playing chess against a computer, trying to pass the time. And I look over, and this woman is filming an Instagram story where it's like her face, and the caption says, OMG exclamation point sitting on the plane next to this stinky guy. (laughs) (laughs) And I saw it and I was like, is she talking about me? Yes, dude. She thinks I'm stinky just because I'm wearing a white beater. Like, she just she smelled this baby, baby shit. Dude. And she's like, oh, it must be this guy who smells like baby shit. That's I was like, the so nerve funny. of you to assume that Damn. it was me. Dude, a white beater makes you look smelly. <laughs> it That's does, what I was dude. thinking. Totally I was like, does. I can't blame her, really. It does, dude. I was, like, I was like thinking of ways to like lighten the mood. I was going to like do my own Instagram story and like type it out so she could see it. <laughs> this just dumb <laughs> bitch thinks I'm smelly. <laughs> she's like, this smelly hey. ass bitch trying to pass the blame. Hey, I was reading. Your phone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> FYI, I don't smell. <laughs> well, you know, it wasn't me. It. Yeah, it was a fucking baby. Dude, the point, I don't know. If, did you see the whole like fucking shit? Did you see how awkward that was at the point the other night? What happened? What, at the show? At the show. I was there the whole Dude, time. Dude, that was fucking, that was just terrible. Where, where, what's the Are you sure you want to talk about this on the cast? Oh, let's fucking hear it, dude. What, what? Okay. Dish it out, dude. I'll just, just. He just had, he had like the classic. Okay, so you know, like in the classic sitcom thing where like the kid invites like two girls to the dance oh, this, or something. This just happened to me. Dude, Jimmy I, invited <laughs> ten girls to the dance. <laughs> Were you fucking retarded, dude. Literally, so my, so my ex. Oh, I could go for a sig. See if any of those. Yeah. See if any do you have any sigs, dude? I don't, dude. I don't. But see if one of those sigs has any juice left in it. <laughs> Damn, dude. But uh, it was just kind of bad. Like, I, my ex-girlfriend, she's still, like, friends with my family. So she came out. And uh, so she was sitting with my parents. And I was like, okay, this always makes me feel a little bit awkward. And then this girl that I had been hooking up with just randomly showed up and was, like, sitting there and, like, blacked out of her fucking mind. Wait, wait, hang on. I just want to say real quick, I get why you're defending R. Kelly. Because my man has a fucking <laughs> harem of secret women himself, dude. You're doing the same shit. And then this other girl that I, I was admit it. trying to hook up with. So, I, so this other girl. Instagram? <laughs> I had been hanging Can out with you send a picture? <laughs> and so I had, I had my ex-girlfriend, the girl that I had been hooking up with over the summer, and then the girl I was trying to hook up with all in the same room yeah like none of them knew who each other were and then like the one girl that I had been hooking up with just was like blitzed out of her mind and like yeah. starts like dancing on the microphone and like knocked over a beer on stage and like fell on stage my mom is seeing the whole thing from like the thing because she's there I was in like it was like a hometown show and she was watching I was like oh now my mom knows I fucking banging Fucking whores Can and stuff like that. Redistribute some of this fucking <laughs> pussy wealth to me or like, like anyone. It was the worst. Dude. I wouldn't wish that on anyone, dude. Shut Nobody. up. Nobody. Are, are you kidding? I would I wish I didn't have all this money. I wouldn't. If I could take back if I could take back banging all of them to avoid Shut, that up. <laughs> Shut up. You that fucking sucks, stink. dude. It sucks, dude. It sucked. It was not good. It was not good. Mostly just because my mom saw it. That's like a weird thing. That is weird. To well, know that your mom knows that you're banging girls. Yeah. And uh, the girl that you also... Well, I won't get into this. 
say it, dude. There's I'm, just there's we're not naming all, any names. There's just more people. Out. More people could have been there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I also. But some people. Why'd you hedge your bets and invite all ten? Like, <laughs> well, not exactly ten. I didn't but invite, definitely five. I didn't, so, so basically, my ex just kind of invited herself. Okay. But like, it was it was fine. Like, you know, That's she whatever. usually comes. She just kind of came. And then the girl who uh, I had been hooking up with over the summer just showed up. Right. And then she I was invited... like ending stuff with you. Yeah. And then she just showed up. Yeah, she just showed up. Right. And then the girl that I was trying to hook up with, I invited her to the show. I okay. had also invited another girl to the show as well. Who I okay, was hooking that, up with. Well, that's bad. Yeah. That was bad. <laughs> but she, luckily, I didn't think it was going to be a problem. She texted me like earlier in the day. She was like, oh, man, I'm so busy. I'm not going to be able to make it tonight. And I was like, oh, man. And then I got to the show and I was like, dude, I really fucking dodged a bullet there. So I thought, but in reality, I did not. I got fucking hit with three big ass bullets in the face, dude. That was brutal, you are a dude. Pussy brat, dude. You really <laughs> pussy brat. I have to make sure I get some pussy after why. my show. I better get some fucking. <laughs> yeah, it was. Whatever, uh. dude. Jimmy, oh my God. next time you find yourself in a position where you're like, I don't know what I'm doing with all these bitches, <laughs> have Eric send me a text. I'll come and I'll alleviate you. It's just, I'll unburden you, dude. It's where I feel like I feel like I'm Take like a that song by the band. LA, Take the dude. load off. I'm legit. I'm legit in like what I what might call my peak of like getting ass right now. Which yeah. everybody would always be like, Oh, you're a musician. You get must get a lot of pussy. I was like. Nah, not really. But like for whatever reason, I guess it's like fucking winter or something and something Cuffing weird season. with the moon. Dude, I'm almost like I've had to like fucking chill. Like there have been a couple times where I hung out with girls and I was like, I can't I can't do this. Like Dude, I, it's I'll too much. I'll tell you what, it's been nice coming back and, uh, like fucking at all. I I ah, man, I don't wanna I've I talk, I've talked about my sex life so much on Coward Hour that I almost feel guilty. Just like <laughs> Dude, I, I poor girls on literally blast. every week I fucking blow up somebody's spot. Yeah, I'm not, I'm trying not to do that. Uh, but like but Dude. I will like I haven't fucked a lot in LA. Uh, the girls that I have fucked have been like way like I don't I, I like have this thing where like, I think I typically like fuck out of my league. Mm -hmm. Like through some I don't know like what above or below. Above. Above. You're a good looking guy though. Yeah, I, I don't good looking, charismatic. I think I think I'm charismatic. I think that that does it more for me than anything else. But know a lot of facts. I know, dude. Yeah, I, I know so many facts. facts about the Super Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll fucking tell you all the shit you want about Luigi's exclusive sprite in Super Mario All Stars, <laughs> Super Mario World. It was different from the original release, but no, like I can. Mo there will be so many like times where I'm just like fucking a girl, and I'm literally like as I'm fucking her in my head, I'm just like, what is she getting out of this? I don't know. <laughs> but since I so L A, it's it's like hard to fuck i have fucked but like really? well yeah i mean dude think about it because like they they can just get on tinder and probably fuck like a celebrity like what yeah. am i really bringing to the table versus like people that you know they could be hooking up with how oh, are you meeting these girls are you just kind of like through the uh so a couple have been through tinder like a couple have been actually uh, mutual friends yeah. um Cause like I hang out with some like YouTube like internet people. So, so some of them are cool. There's a lot. Of, there's often like a lot of baggage. I'm good. Um, you don't want this used cigarette. <laughs> coming back to Maryland, I just like pulled up Tinder when I got back in Maryland. Oh, it's like taking the weights off, dude. It's just like oh, like like where you'll get I'll get Coming a match. Out of the training chamber. Yes, dude, I'm out of the hyperbolic time chamber, and I'm fucking I'm ready to fight Boo, dude. Pick one up to train me. <laughs> but, but yeah, like like it's been like. I've been so crazy successful, even just like in the two weeks that I've been back, where I'm like, it's gonna suck really? to go back to LA. 
Yeah. What's your what's your what's your kill count in Baltimore so far? Oh man, I don't want to fucking win. <laughs> it's, uh, it's come on, give me a number. Give me a number. Three. Is that why you three? come back three. for so long? No, nice, dude. No, that's I feel not like you why come I come back, back for, for so like long no. ass fuck trips. You <laughs> 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 sex vacations no. with the U.S. No, no, go no, to like, some <laughs> worst city and then in the U.S. and just crush. It's not, no, I come back. <laughs> I come back because I miss the East Coast. Next time, I was spent. I was, spent I was in fucking. I had to give myself time to fucking go up to New York for a couple days and do some comedy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like to do. You know, I'd like to come back and do some like decent ass shows. Mm-hmm. And it really, I didn't mean to come back this long. It was just I was headlining shit show on the twelfth, and like I was actually gonna come back for Christmas, go back to L.A. Um, and then come back again. But I was like, it just doesn't make sense. So I just fucking stayed. Yeah, for two it wouldn't weeks make sense really. But, but yeah, so like, so so three, you know, not bad, not bad for a little trip good, home. Though. Let me ask you a question: yeah. Do you get stressed when you're when you're banging multiple? Like, do you get stressed? Like, for me, I almost don't think sex is worth it because of how nervous I get about like random shit, like pregnancies and STDs and stuff like that. Like, oh, I, I don't think about that at all. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> Jimmy. You don't think about pregnancy? Preg- I don't give a fuck. No, dude, most, girls, I don't give a fuck fucking, most girls have also like after Trump got in, every girl got their fucking IUD, dude. They're all IUD'd up. Um, because they're afraid that like Planned Parenthood is gonna go away or whatever. True, that uh, is true. I've noticed that they all have yeah. IUDs now, which I thought was IED for a while. I was like, is that is that so actually? different? <laughs> so different, dude. Somebody was like, no, IUD. I was yeah, like, dude. oh yeah, um, that's so fuck right. <laughs> so, and you know what? You know, the Lord has blessed me. I have not, not jacked any STDs. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. <laughs> no weapon formed against my dick shall prosper. Dude, there no so I fucked the girl with an IED, dude. Let me tell you about <laughs> that. Dude, but, I couldn't move. I put it in, stopped. I'm going to tell, tell you all some wild shit right now. <laughs> I have not used a condom since I was 16 years old. What? Oh, my Your God. boy is clean as a whistle. Are you pulling Oof. out, though, I'm assuming? Oh, yeah, I'm not fucking... Well, I mean, I mean, look, if... in a relationship, you got to leave that shit in. Yeah, that's true. That feels nice. That's true. <laughs> I'm not but- trying to get pregnant, but, like, dude, leaving... There are a few... It's why I like need to get into a long term relationship again. Not because I like love or would care about this person. You just, just love blasting inside. It's been so long since I've blasted and left it in. <laughs> <laughs> it, that that is a feeling like beyond fucking anything. It really is. It really is, dude. It's on. It's it's what you're supposed to do, dude. It's what you. It's d- what was intended. That's to what God wants you to do, dude. <laughs> porn would have you think you're supposed to pull out and fucking blah. But that's I don't not know. Some porn would make you think you'd keep it in. Though. Yeah, that's true. Sucks. Some porn would make you think you come out halfway and like do a whole song kind of extra shit. But no. I've been, dude. I've been really getting into fucking. I keep pulling up cream pie porn and then like coming before they get to the cream pie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no so you're just into sex control. Porn. Dude, I, was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, the whole reason why I did this is now like pointless. <laughs> <laughs> just knowing that eventually weird, yeah. the guy's gonna blast inside. It, that's a like, weird category because it could literally be any sort of porn, but just at the end they cream, they cream pie. pie. I you think, know what I've been noticing. I was talking about this on Coward Hour. There's a lot of shit in porn now that is not like I didn't sign up for. Like, yeah, all just, like the incest shit's weird. Well, the incest shit they at least advertise, but it is like, bi- like <laughs> the incest shit is big right now. Yeah, but no, they just keep. I keep watching porn where it's like I'm into it, I'm into it, and then the guy like just like quickly finishes on her feet. I'm just like, whoa, what the, yeah, what the <laughs> fuck? I didn't know that I was doing a foot thing. <laughs> now you feel weird. You're like, oh man. Like, did I like that or did I just warn like me? Coming? I don't know. No, I know that I don't. I truly feel nothing. I'm just like, are they just like? I guess they're just like, eh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, how do you decide? I don't know, dude. 
I feel like cream pie because a lot of guys I've talked to, I've noticed that it's it's increasing in popularity. And I think it's an age thing because I think when you get to our age and you're sexually active, and like if you're not in a committed relationship, you're not just blasting in chicks. You're so, not, but dude. you're you, you're having sex, but like being able to come in a chick is like a fantasy for guys. Like it's like something you don't get to do. Oh, I miss so it. So I feel so like much. guys our age are like, oh shit, this guy's about to just not pull out because like the standard porn, the standard is like the money shot. You pull out, you fucking bust on her face, and it's mm. like. I can do that though. Yeah, I have to ask permission first. Which it is, is so. It's funny that that's a standard important because it almost never happens. Yeah, <laughs> it never happens. in real life. Well, never. How often do you come on a girl's face? I think never. maybe twice in my entire life. Yeah, I I, I'm. I think I'm in single digits. Yeah, twice. And one of them was like with my girlfriend. She like let me do it once. And I was like, oh, Sweet. you did it. You did one that wasn't with a girlfriend. Yeah. Damn, dude. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, I think. I think. I'm trying to think. It's more than twice, but a lot of them are with the same girl. Yeah, I think probably only like five times or something. And it was always like a bummer. A bummer. Yeah, yeah, not there's too much it. pressure on you, women. dude. I don't do it. You don't do that shit. I don't do that oh, shit. Oh, there's no way. There's. No I don't make way. it long enough to like. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm about to come, and then I'm like, ah, oh, I can't even make it that far. I'm thinking if I'm thinking of who I'm thinking of, there's but no way that she lets you do that. <laughs> I could not imagine. No that. fucking way, dude. Those were glasses. Right? She's like, I'm powerful. <laughs> I, there's a lot of pressure too, because a lot of times, like a lot of times, I fucking have a good one, and a lot of times I just have like a what was that? A, was that a yeah. Shot? So like, sometimes I don't want, it's the slug that like yeah. just crawls out of the end of your dick. I don't want that to be the one. Like, like when a girl's sick, like, oh, yeah, come my face, I'm like, yeah, 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 and I pull it out, and she's like, you got to dab it on, like, like one of those. Like, <laughs> One of those, like, I've already jerked off three times a day, and just, just fucking, just like, fucking. Just a teardrop. <laughs> like, dude, every That's time, embarrassing to me. Every time I get, no, there's nothing wrong. Dude, it's not embarrassing at all. Every time I get a, a nice rope and a girl is impressed, I'm just like, ah, fuck, come on. <laughs> <laughs> no one even saw it. A nice rope. <laughs> like, like, a, like a rope that really fucking yeah. shoots, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it stays spot. together. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's exactly it. The Spider-Man shit. <laughs> Dude, I watched Spider Verse today. Sick. How that was show it? It was so good. It's re- it's it was so fucking I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. It's insanely good. Also, how much longer are we recording this cast? Because it is twelve thirty. Oh. Um, I can hang out for a little. I just gotta. I just want to tell you one thing that you won't appreciate. Oh please. Yeah, we can wrap it up in can a we, little bit. Is it is it cool if we wrap it up? I'm just like yeah yeah yeah. It's yeah. Fine. Let me. But you'll appreciate how, how long? This. How long have we been recording? Um, hour and a half. Damn, you boys go fucking long. Well, actually, I mean, this one, a lot of times we would have cut it off by now, but these, these ones kind of flow. But, oh, nice. like, um, so last time you were here, we had that girl in here, remember? Oh, Michaela Stan. Yeah, Michaela. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know her last <laughs> name? She found me on Instagram. <laughs> she found you? Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> so, so um, that I got an update on that entire situation. Oh, my God. And I was talking to the neighbors. Actually, I, oh, the neighbors actually come and see me play in Fells a lot, so I, get, I talk to them, and I'm like, oh, cool. Nice. Um, and yeah. so like she... Bloodline. She was trying to, um, so at the time, the whole thing was like she was liking the, the neighbor, and then like, but she was, we had that whole like, yeah, it was, that's what it was. Her it was ex. Yeah, yeah. the uh, name of the episode is Loveline. I think it was episode 119 or <laughs> there were t- There were two Michaela episodes back to back. Yeah. Because my horny bomb, ass dude. couldn't leave it alone. <laughs> I have never been more horny on Mike. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> she was like one of those, like, she she was like one of those chicks where it's like, oh my God, you're so like, and it was like, it, I, I see what you're talking about. I, 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 like, it literally, all I remember is <laughs> there was one boy where I was like, 
I said, no, Michaela, keep talking because who knows? Someone listening to this might be going through this. <laughs> 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 and Eric, Eric just looked at me. With this, <laughs> he looked at me like I was the corniest motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, you, you messaged me like the next day. You're like, I don't know. I feel like I was too horny. We're we gonna edit some of that. I was like, like, please <laughs> edit that cast. But I, since then, I've learned to I've learned to just fucking move forward in life and just and not dwell on my past horniness. So, so sorry. Yeah, I mean, look, it's, it's unavoidable, dude. We were all totally. like in that. It was oh, like yeah. a, the energy in the room was like one girl, six dudes. We're all like, all right, say oh, more about. And then the dude. neighbors kept coming over because yeah. they're like, why is she over there so? Long? We were it <laughs> was, those other dudes. There were it, was, it was definitely a fucking Brazzers thumbnail. All the neighbors just had their shirts off already, yeah. <laughs> just like sweating, like packed in. <laughs> So, so, so uh, the oh the God. premise of the whole the last time the episode's name was Love Line I think it was one sixteen it was in the one tens in that in that decade of episodes yeah. um, if you want to check it out but the whole time it was uh, she was having issues with like not being she she swore up and down that she had completely let go of her boyfriend and stuff like that and we were I remember we were sitting there like that and we were like I don't know it sounds like you might still have feelings for him She's anyway goofy flash forward a couple months later I just got the inside scoop. That they're like back together, Ooh, so I just want to, I just want to, I just want to just put it out there. We were fucking right, dude. But she's back with her boyfriend that, when she was dating another guy, went to her and was like, "You're gonna be my girlfriend. You're gonna break up with him." Yeah, that's true. I don't know which that one of it, so but she's weird. back with one of them. Ooh. I think it's yeah. probably the one who Eric mentioned. Yeah, yeah I would, dude. I would imagine. I mean, that girl was a that fucking was open book, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it wasn't very hard to read, but I just felt she was vindicated. like upset about like his parents dying. Yeah, or something. Was that what wasn't was going it? on? She was like, I was yeah, so like, blind. Yeah, it was by something like it was something. Like, <laughs> 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 oh, what did you say? Your parents are dying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was very vindicating. So I just thought, oh yeah, dude, of course we were right. You know, that's not, I, I didn't, I, I could have told you that just from like walking away. Like, that's yeah. a foolish ass. Well, I don't want to, no, Michaela was really a foolish nice. ass bitch. She was nice. I She's don't young. She's a young girl. Bitch. She doesn't understand her emotions. She's we, young. She doesn't understand her emotions. She needs to come to R. Kelly's house. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly <laughs> older dudes. We understand her emotions. <laughs> you know. But, uh, yeah, man, we can wrap it up. We can wrap it yeah, up. Yeah, man, this is, I, 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 uh, I appreciate you. Can I plug my podcast really quick? Yeah, yeah. Do your plugs. If you guys liked this if you guys liked hearing me on mic if you thought i was funny mm-hmm. please check out my podcast i host with brendan crick called coward hour we're on itunes podbean follow us on twitter at coward hour podcast follow mm-hmm. me on twitter at nick oldershaw um uh, yeah that's it those are all my plugs yeah I i'll be at autobar saturday uh the, if this comes out by january 12th i'll be headlining at autobar so Hell if yeah. you're in maryland come up come out to that free show um but yeah, I, I listened to a couple of Coward Hours. I need to cl- catch up. But I, I heard the story about Brendan where uh, like these fucking, uh, I, don't, I forget, like the like this crust punk kids. Like, Oh, you're early. They tried to like fuck him. Yeah, they tried to make him do gay shit. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. like who has not, you know? But like, <laughs> no, honestly, I those early episodes, I, I like the early episodes of Coward Hour, but I, I think a great place to start, we just recorded an episode called The Greeks. I think it's probably the best yeah. like entry point. Okay. Um, the Greeks. Like, is it about Greek people? Uh, it's about uh, ancient Greeks, ancient Greece, and uh, how they were just like chill with fucking kids. Sick. <laughs> and, and like, you know, but anyway, we invented the episode. Shit, <laughs> we, co- we actually cover We've looped back to pedophilia a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Warriors against it. Um, Uh, What's the best way to find it? Like, are you? We're on iTunes, Podbean. Um, 
definitely like subscribe. Uh, I'm really surprised by how many people are listening. Like we am like it's it's we'll get so many DM. Like our DMs are becoming slightly more like we attract a very unbalanced fan base, and like <laughs> I love them, but they just like they just keep like photoshopping us into like uh, like incriminating images. Oh they no! Keep, like photoshopping our faces over like criminals and stuff. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> awesome. They made it one like the second week we were up, a guy like made a fake infographic uh, connecting me to like a white supremacist Nazi group. Oh, <laughs> like, shit! Was, like, <laughs> like all the arrows were like pointing. Like, <laughs> Damn, dude! But now, like, but lately, like, we've gotten a lot more like uh, way more normal people listening. Nice. Thank you so, for all the idiots who listen to this God. podcast. That's coward hour. C O W A R D hour. And for all of our Ooh. fans that DM us, fucking make us incriminate us sometimes. I know, dude. We on. I just we just get like random get DMs, people being like, "Hey, <laughs> honestly, there's that. this there's this she won't listen to this, but there's this Bay who listens to Coward Hour who like records like this really good ass like like indie like shoegaze like indie rock type music Ooh. the kind of shit that I go crazy for <laughs> and we're gonna ask her to record because you know we have that intro theme that's mm-hmm. Brendan singing sucking on my own dick yeah 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 <laughs> we're gonna try, I'm gonna ask her to record a version that we use for like bonus episodes if oh, we do like nice. a Patreon but like so like finally what I'm what I'm getting at is like we're finally like attracting people who are like actually talented yeah to yeah, yeah. Podcast. <laughs> and you're trying to exploit that yeah we're trying to exploit. That. These young musicians work some angles in with this shoegaze chick. Too. Yeah, I shut up. <laughs> Much like the record labels, we will pay them a flat fee up front. She's gonna sign the rights away. And, uh, <laughs> you're gonna get permission from her parents to marry her. <laughs> Stop all this! I'm pretty sure. You... Oh man, I hope. No, no, no I can't Wait, even explore that. <laughs> <laughs> I should not even be on the air right now. Oh man. Well, um, fuck. Uh, uh, January thirtieth. Bringing back uh, Top Secret from the Dead. It's gonna be at the Crown. Wait, Top Secret? Yeah, yeah. What? My old show where you do like the uh, comedians write premises and you gotta go up blind. Oh yeah, man! I remember that shit. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, it's a Blue Room, January thirtieth. Come on out. If it's good, it might be a monthly thing. But right now we're just kind of filling in slots where they haven't booked stuff at the Crown. Sick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's dope, though. I love but it. yeah, so come on out. That'll be fun. Um, other than that, I don't know if this is going to be out very soon, but I'm at the Crown also on Thursday doing new jokes. Oh, me too. Nice. So yeah, yeah come see me and Nick on Thursday at the Crown. That's uh, this Thursday? Yep, yep. Cool. Uh, other than that, I don't got shit going on. Um. So actually this Thursday I'm going to try to put it out before then I'll actually be at High Tops in Timonium 9 to 1 with a duo with an undisclosed duo partner who knows um, Friday oh, yeah. January 11th I'll be at the Point in Towson I know I just played there two weeks ago but for the new year they're putting me there the second Friday of every month so it kind of worked out that way. I don't know who the base is going to be it might be Will this time nice. um, Will Beckman so that'll be from 9 to 1 at the Point in Towson um. Oh yeah, and as always, the horse you came in on in Fells Point. I play there every Sunday night from ten to close. That's one thirty a.m. Hell yeah! Uh, every Sunday night, ten to close. Fuck yeah! Yeah, and LFTS podcast across the board. Find us on social media, all that shit. Subscribe. Social media, all that dumb shit. Um, laughable, great podcasting app. I heard that Android's out this year, quarter one. 
Really? Quarter one. That's yeah, the first three the months. Laughable app. I'm going to hold them to it because um, that was supposed to be out in quarter four of 2017. So. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, damn. <laughs> <laughs> man with the Android. Fuck Still laughable. can't even do laughable. Nah, that's good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, catch you guys next week. Yeah, until next week. Peace, guys. Yeah.